Welcome to our Meet the Parents podcast, the show where we share stories from everyday life to help with the ups and downs of parenting. We'll have honest conversations as together we'll grow everyday faith in our homes. Be sure to follow us on your favourite podcast provider or check out the video version on YouTube. All show notes and episodes can be found at livingrock.church forward slash meet the parents. I'm Alex. And I'm Lisa. And we have three children. Our eldest is 20 and our youngest is 15. We're no experts on parenting. We're all different. Um, But we want to hear from other parents about what they've tried and tested, what they've failed at, what they've succeeded at. So together we can learn how God wants us to grow families that love him. Over to you. Okay. So today, in our special episode today, we're going to chat about all things Christmas. We've come with our bling. We're all (laughs) dressed up got our Christmas jumpers out the attic (laughs) and uh, we want to chat about how we can keep Jesus at the centre of Christmas which is a real challenge potentially in some families. Uh, Content warning, uh, we are going to talk about certain things that you may not want small people to be in the room to hear. So The man with the red coat and the white beard. (laughs) Yeah, so just if you have little people around and you don't want them to hear everything then you may want to move them out the room now. (laughs) Okay, and uh, we're going to welcome our guests today. We're really, really chuffed to welcome Chris and Helen. It's lovely to have you here. Great to be here. Thank you. you. It's going to be great. So thank you so much for coming. And um, we know you guys love Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just a little bit. Maybe I'm I'm kind of, uh, hopefully, well, I'll find out from the end of today if it's more than Lisa or not. Lisa, when she was young, she tells me she was a child that she got anticipated Christmas so much and loved all the excitement of building up to it that she physically got ill in the sort of weeks living up, <laughs> leading up to Christmas. You just have to ask my parents. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so we'll see. I'll rate you at the end how well, you know, how will you do on the sort of... Look forward to the, it. The hypers, hype, you know. We'll Christmasometer. See. Yeah, cri- yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Go. I like that. So can you just introduce yourselves? What, how many children you've got? And a little bit about that would be great. Sure. So obviously I'm Helen and this is Chris. We have three kids. Uh, we have Izzy, who's 12. We have Lexi, who's nine, and we have Ed, who is five. Wonderful. So yeah, they're all, they're all Christmas mad as well. <laughs> Great. So it kind of run, it. runs down the veins. Definitely does. So, cool. Yeah. And um, as a start question, um, Christmas movies. Yeah. Where would you go on Christmas movies if you had to watch a Christmas movie? There are some good ones. There are some bad ones. But <laughs> uh, yeah, where would you go on that? I think f- we have personal favourites between all of us. Yeah, yeah. So I think... For Chris and I, we would say like the holiday, oh, yeah. oh, or yes. it's a wonderful okay. life is one like have to watch every year. Yeah. That has to happen. But I mean, have you already watched? Oh, quite a few already. I think we've got yeah, to at least few. seven or eight movies in the last <laughs> few days alone. Already, oh, okay, we've, we've done got, the holiday. We've, yeah, it was pretty good. Is that it? Have, you don't we? let me watch them too soon, do you? We've got to catch up. We're going to yeah. catch up soon. Right. I mean, our favourite one is the Muppet Christmas Carol. Is I think the oh, family yes. one. That's when we always put on shortly after decorating the tree. That's the kind yeah. of the, the big one we have. And then, I mean, the kids love the Christmas Chronicle one. Both yes. Christmas Chronicles one and two are definitely favourites. So yeah, fantastic. Nativity as well. Yeah, yes. nativity. You can't go wrong with a bit of nativity. I know, that's right. Those ones. Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant. Next question. What's the next one? I and need to. Do you have uh, f- any family traditions that you oh, always yeah. do at Christmas? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. There's a, I think there's some that seem probably less Christmassy than others, but they've become yeah. Christmas traditions. So Christmas Eve, we will always actually have a takeaway curry, which is nice. very un-Christmas, <laughs> but actually That's genius. Awesome. I love that. It gives us a bit of a rest because we love to cook and host and we get really into like planning the menu at Christmas. So it kind of means that we, by that point, we've hopefully everything's kind of prepped and it's that 
right, we're going to have a takeaway, everything's done, let's just relax before the chaos of the next morning. And I think because we love Christmas so much as well, we tend to start earlier than perhaps some people would perhaps approve of, shall we say, and that we <laughs> generally our trees up by the last weekend of November. So yeah. it's um, pretty early on from that point of view, but we like, because we like that whole build up and all the different things as mm, part of that. We tend good. to be an early Christmas rather than a later Christmas kind of family. So yeah, I think we're kind of in the mix here. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. <laughs> I would start in November. <laughs> the music did creep in, at, I think, the first week of nice. November. Nice. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. You it's have great. to turn it down a bit. But yeah, me and Annie, we were all over it. Um, so I love the build-up. It's kind of what I love. I like looking around the shops. I like seeing all the things going on. Everyone seems a bit more happy for a while. <laughs> um, <clears throat> there's all sorts of um, music everywhere that just everyone just seems a bit more cheery and it's just a great atmosphere. And, but it can be really hard in the middle of all the stuff, can't it, that, that you can end up getting distracted by all the present buying and what food are we going to eat? And then suddenly it's like, where are we at? You know, are we going to keep Jesus in the middle of all this? How do we figure where he fits with all the activity and the busyness. And have you got anything that you can share with us about how you managed to put Jesus at the centre of um, your preparations for Christmas and how you bring him in? Yeah, I mean, I think for us, as we kind of were reflecting, because it's funny, isn't it? Some, some things happen just naturally and kind of build yeah. up over yeah. kind of planning Christmas. Some things, some things are more intentional. And I think one of the things that we we really feel is important is that Christmas isn't just meant to be like a, a one-off thing where suddenly all this stuff happens and it's like suddenly Jesus comes into the yeah. center and suddenly yes. there's all this talk about holiness and Bible reading. Um, but actually it's a continuation of what should already be happening throughout the year. So although we, we, we celebrate Jesus's birth, life, death, resurrection throughout the year yeah. and Christmas is a great excuse to do more and yeah. go bigger and to kind of really focus focus in again but if it's not an extension of what you're already living out I think that makes it very challenging actually so yeah. for us like we, we work hard with the kids to kind of bring Jesus into every single circumstance that mm. we can throughout the year and then when Christmas comes it's not like this strange gear shift where my parents have suddenly become all holy mm. like actually it's just kind of a continuation of, yeah. of normal life that's really important isn't it just to make it very day-to-day Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think also we always try to bring them back to um, a position of gratefulness because yeah. it can be so overwhelming for kids yeah. in that season because there's stuff happening at school, yeah. there's stuff happening everywhere. Yeah. And it can kind of be a little bit overwhelming for them. Mm. So we try and always bring them back to what are we grateful for before yeah. we're asking for stuff and writing lists or or in that position of wanting to receive gifts. Yeah. What are we grateful for? What yeah. are we thankful for? Mm-hmm. What's Jesus given yeah. us yeah. Mm. Um, and it just helps the kids remember actually yes this is what we believe this is what we're thankful for look what God's provided for us and we then obviously celebrate that on Christmas day with remembering the birth of Christ and there are certain things I think we can we do that that help it kind of center us back every day so we've got like an advent christmas tree mm-hmm. little tree that has little books hanging on it and these like each day you can open part of the story and you read part of the story together and so because the kids are very focused on their advent calendars it's a good way to get them to well, let's read the book first and kind of center on that and That's then good. you can have your chocolate calendar then you can have your whatever else and mm-hmm. so i think that kind of thing is helpful as well yeah i love all that that sounds really great I wish our kids were younger again. And there's some really great resources there's out there. Loads which now, is really helpful as well. Yeah, that's really good. And it's just tapping into what's already out there. Yeah, to ha- definitely. Help yourself, isn't it? So how do we practically prepare for Christmas? <laughs> there's so many preparations, aren't there? And so many things we can be trying to do in the build-up. So yeah. how do we do that? Oh, do you want us to do this question first? Here, I've got a question here. Okay, go for No, it. We, we, we just skirted over Mr. Big S. Oh, sorry. How do... How do we do Santa? Because obviously there's some 
And some people go full on Santa. Some people, well, uh, you you go. What what do you guys do regarding Santa and how much he's he's pushed? Because obviously he's not Jesus. So where do you go on that? Yeah, I mean, I think for us, Santa's definitely part of our <laughs> kind of regular routine. I think at Christmas, I think it definitely is part of it. It's Sorry, funny. can you just put on the hat? You want me to put on the hat? Yeah, so the Santa doesn't feature very much in the no, house No, we're not at all, all bothered by Santa in our house. Ho, ho, ho. Sorry, I just made you do that on the podcast. So, um, Sorry. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. I'm happy. It's all good. It's all good. Um, so, so, yeah, I mean, I think for us, it's, um, I mean, it's funny. We watched a movie actually yesterday, a movie called um, A Boy Called Christmas. It's a new movie that's just come out. And one of the things we're reflecting on as we as we kind of watch this movie, the movie's about this this boy called called Christmas, yeah. and basically his his dad is there with him. His mum's not around, but his mum has clearly invested in him. This feeling of love is really important. You've got a lot of love to give. And then he gets captured by these 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 bad guys, and his dad comes to rescue him. But his dad has to sacrifice himself, like during the storyline. So it's yeah. a bit of a story ruined, yeah, kind of so there for everyone who's watched that yet. movie. Spoiler alert! <laughs> 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 and, and then he and then then Christmas kind of goes off and lives with this kind of burden a bit. But he goes to this these elves and he helps the elves have purpose and brings purpose into their life. And then he starts to create these gifts and gives these gifts to children and starts to say actually it's not about how big the gift is, but it's about the heart behind giving it and all this love he has to give. And it just kind of made me realize that there's that the world is craving Jesus. Yes. And actually there's, whether it be the sacrifice of a father for a son, whether it be the redeeming of a people or a nation to bring them back to a purpose again, whether it be giving gifts and the gratitude, mm-hmm. but actually the world around us is craving that. And so in some ways, Santa represents many things actually that are very mm-hmm. Christian in, yes, in nature, yes. in terms of giving good gifts, in terms of provision, in terms of hope, in terms of fun, in terms of all those joy, all those kind of things. But as you said, like Santa isn't Jesus, and that that isn't. I think from, Sorry, from our point, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so from our point of view, I think we really feel like it's so important that our kids have faith in Jesus. That's yes. that's got to be the focus. And Santa's a great tradition; it's a thing mm. we do, but it's not talked about throughout the year. Whereas mm. Jesus is. Mm. Santa is something that we have that we feel is fun, and it's kind of helps the kids with their imagination, and it's creative. But ultimately, it's it's got to be centered on Jesus. Yes. And so I think that's that's the kind of focus that that we have. Yeah, we definitely make a big difference between the fun and the faith in our house. Oh, that's a good line. That's great. Santa can be fun and the kids love the magic of Christmas but and we do do Santa and we'll do Christmassy things, but it's as Chris said, it's ultimately our focus is always on Jesus. Mm. When the kids ask questions about whether Santa's real and things like that, we're very careful how we answer those and we'll ask them questions back um, and really kind of bring them back to what the real meaning of Christmas Mm. is. And I think it's holding the fun element of Santa really lightly and the priority and the focus being Jesus Mm -hmm. and his love for us. That's yeah. good, isn't it? Because some families don't do Santa mm. at all and they will um, make sure that their stockings and their presents are given from the parents rather from Santa. Um, but obviously you don't want kids going to school and, you know, ruining it for other children but and the bubble. But um, but it, like you said, the key thing here, isn't it? It's a reflection. What you do at Christmas is a reflection of what you do during the year, isn't yeah. it? So, so it's not whether you believe in Santa, you push Santa with your children or not. It's are you continuing that faith journey during the year, mm-hmm. and what are you doing as parents during the year, isn't it? So that's the key well, thing. We did with our children was uh, we kind of 
because I do love Santa myself. <laughs> I like the idea, like the magicalness. I, I loved yeah. anything imaginative as a yeah, child and I, I love that sense of fun of it. But I think how we addressed it was we had like, we love stockings. They're often the best presents of Christmas for our mm. kids because they're all the little bits, the random, the pants yeah. and the vests yeah. and the, <laughs> the things you don't get. Do you get buy all your kids socks and pants for Christmas? <laughs> if anyone gets a hole in a sock or a yeah. pant in November, yeah. they've got to wait. for Christmas. <laughs> you're, you're holding oh, out. We have, we have the odd orange, don't we? Do you remember? Oh, yeah. We always, always have, have the orange. That zoom. It's always got to be a Zatzuma. Oh, yes, but Joe used yeah. to call it the odd orange. Have you got your odd orange and then get that out? So <laughs> we always have the random presents in there, which is great. But um, we also used to make sure that they... So that was kind of like the Santa moment of the day. And then that was the only credit Santa got for anything that was given because I think you were saying earlier, Helen, weren't you, about being grateful for things. We were really passionate about the children saying thank you to the right people for their mm. presence. If we'd saved up money to buy them a really great gift, we didn't want some guy so, in a red suit getting all the glory. We were and, like, um, that was a bit of an expense for us. And uh, if people gave them presents, I wanted them yeah, to say the thank you to the right par- people. Expensive parents' presents came from us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and equally, you know, like I sit with my post-it note, like writing down who got what from who, like just to say thank you and be grateful for the things that people had spent their money on. Very so good. that Very was good. how we balanced it. So, yeah, I think I loved the idea of it, but I think it was always kept in context and he had his moment yeah. <laughs> and then he had his moment that had finished exactly <laughs> so one thing we quite often do is yes the kids they want to open their stockings first thing in the morning yeah. but very quickly we tend to end up watching a um story of the nativity mm. let's kids have had their fun with their stockings they've been in our bed the wrapping papers everywhere like, you're finding it in your hair like yeah. <laughs> three days later. yeah but then we come back to the fact of the real morning point of christmas yeah. the real meaning of christmas and so yeah. there are some really good like the storybook bible do a great video yes. on youtube there's other there's a lego one which yeah. ed loves but it's very quickly okay we've had our fun with our stockings mm. but let's bring our hearts back to worship great. yes that's yeah. good like that. videos are a great way mm. of doing that in the mornings because parents are tired <laughs> like, yeah you've probably been up too oh, yeah. late or, <laughs> but it's a quite way to have a snuggle in the in the bed yeah. and mm. watch something that just reminds the kids of actually what are we waking up and worshiping for that morning yeah that's a great idea and I think um it's important that we balance the the wants and the what we need isn't it the kind of there's a culture isn't there I've seen many children as I've been doing my Christmas shopping lately, you know, kids going, I want that, I want that. And some parents are buying it now and I'm like, gosh, I can't even wait like two weeks. Um, but it's important that we balance the, the temporary with the permanent, the, mm. the now with the waiting. And I think it's just setting some boundaries about saying this is something we wait for. Um, we're grateful for the small things. And I think one other thing as well is just how do we as parents spiritually prepare for Christmas? Because mm. I think there's an element of, you know just getting caught in the foray of everything isn't yeah, there and the, the speed of activity you're talking earlier about all the nativity shows you've got to go to you know <laughs> yeah. and you know how do we as parents spiritually prepare our homes and our families for it you know, is there yeah anything and else i think you do i mean i think the first thing actually is more of a practical thing for us is that we have to make sure that we're communicating really well because yeah. i think one of the things that we've always prioritized at christmas is wanting to create an atmosphere that the kids can just really relax into yeah, and enjoy. So I think if I think back to my childhood, I couldn't name every present I was given or every mm. Christmas dinner that we had, but I remember the atmosphere and what it was like to be around joy and excitement and happiness mm. and family. And I think, so we spent a lot of time initially preparing, actually talking yeah. to each other about how are we going to sort stuff out? Who's taking responsibility for what? What do we need to get planning? We even And we start well early. We, we're buying yeah. Christmas presents probably like in November because yeah. we can get into the sales, the Black Friday sales yes. that was coming up, try and save some money. Mm. I think we'd nearly finished 
I, I think we've nearly finished. Right. This well, is yeah. Our shopping. Presents. Yeah. Yeah, we. Yeah. Yeah, well, okay. We we, we, I, I bought, I bought <laughs> yeah. a few. Oh, yeah. Bought a lot. You, so we say you, we say you we. You bought mine. Yeah. You bought yeah. mine. It's I bought the all the others. It's corporate we. There is, there, there is a corporate we. <laughs> so uh, just let me get away with on behalf of. Yeah. On behalf of. But, yeah. yeah, but it makes Christmas a lot easier and mm. then you're spending your money more intentionally and you're getting, you're thinking about the presents rather than doing last minute rushes. Yeah, absolutely. I think when the stress builds, I find that when I'm at my most stressed, the poor kids are the ones that get it. And then you're yeah. kind of, you've then got the mum guilt. They've then are kind of, they're not feeling so Christmassy because they've been <laughs> yelled at. Yeah. Um, so for us, yeah, organisation in our house is is key mm-hmm. because it A, just means that as we get through Advent, as we get closer to Christmas, we're in a better place because mm. things are planned. We're not thinking, oh, we haven't bought for Aunt Maggie or whoever or, <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Uh, <laughs> we, don't, we don't have one. Are we for it? No. No. <laughs> I'll put her on the list. It just means the lighter the lighter we can be in our stress levels, yes. the more there is an environment of fun that we yeah. can have yeah. with the kids. Yeah. And the kids actually don't, as Chris said, like doesn't ask for all that stuff or remember that stuff. It's yeah. it's the family time that yes. they're after. And so the more we can get done earlier, the more free mm. our yeah. time is. Something I noticed that you said was that you plan together you talk together you sort things yeah. out together yeah. and you make decisions together so you've got a christmas that is planned and agreed together yeah now there's all sorts of people for whatever reasons we have very complicated lives mm. that don't sort things out during their life isn't it yeah. and christmas mm. can be an extension yeah of what relationships can be like during the year and yeah. if we're not sorting issues out in our relationships then those do sometimes boil over at Christmas. So, my, you know, the thing that I would like to say is, is you know, sort things out with, yeah. with the nearest and dearest before Christmas. Mm. So when you get together at Christmas, it's that special because yeah. you've, d- you've done the forgiveness, you've mm. done mm. Um, all, the, all the discussions that yeah. need to be had and sorted out mm. so you can have a good Christmas. You don't yeah. leave it until they come round at Christmas Day um, <laughs> yeah. and then have a little boiling over on Boxing Day when you've had a couple of too many sherries. I think it's also important to manage your expectations isn't it because I think knowing your your own family boundaries Mm. are really important Mm. that we're not just um saying oh this is a free-for-all here we we have our family way of doing things and we negotiate that in advance yes so you know have you had any you know is that something that works yeah I think it's really important I think part of that conversation is about what are we going to prioritize and what we're not going to prioritize and it can be a very overscheduled time like Christmas that you've got all the things happening all good things that are happening if you're not careful you end up committing to something every single night of the week (laughs) and then every single day you're trying to buy presents at the same time and so we have that conversation in fact one year we even remember we got through one Christmas and it was a pretty intense Christmas and so we put in the calendar for next year from November a big block saying prioritize family time across the whole of our calendar in our phones Mm. just because so we got there we've take a pause and go hold on like what's the priority here um (coughs) and i think other people one of the big things that we found as you talk about christmas is that people have very strong views on what a good christmas looks like and if you're not careful you start to compare and Mm -hmm. you feel like well i should be doing that because they're even now people listening to this are saying oh perhaps i should or do that or i shouldn't do that or whatever and Actually, it's really important that we don't allow that comparison to creep in and that we kind of say, what's good for our family? What do yeah. we need? Yeah. And how do we make sure that we prioritize that? Because that is about keeping Jesus at the center for yeah, us. That's right. For sure. I think a good example of that kind of prioritization, but also not that pressure is, is you and I, the fact that we've been doing this, we've been doing a Christmas devotional yeah. oh, together. Have, yes. um, but actually, we 
we knew capacity wise that we couldn't start on the 1st of December and have a hope of finishing it <laughs> so by it Christmas. The, was it a 25 day? It's a 25 day reading yeah. devotion. You're supposed to do one a day. You're meant to do one a day. Yeah, yeah. So we, Lisa and I, started it together in November because <laughs> yeah. we were like, let's Smart. take the pressure yeah. off ourselves. Yeah. Like, we can yeah. do this at our pace with everything else that's going on and actually be intentionally potential about it and and be fed well from it rather than so feeling brilliant. like I've got to do this because otherwise I'm not going to keep up with the dates and you're not taking yeah. anything of it in we're not giving time for the spirit to to speak to us yeah, yeah. And, and and what day are you on what day we're well, day 12 now uh, 11 or 12 I think yeah. that's quite you're, you're still still ahead. Ahead. we won't tell you what day we're recording but you're ahead you're ahead we're okay yeah let's just say but we've given us space yeah, and good. I think yeah. it's that, so important it's that thing of I think Create space yeah. for yourself. Create space for your kids. Yeah. Like we know that Ed can't do every event that is sen- sen- sensory in regards to lights and sounds mm. and sugar. sugar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You've all met Ed. Like he's a busy guy. Yeah, and we have to be really intentional at going. Okay, no, we're just gonna. Yeah have a movie it doesn't matter about kind of how many hours of screen time mm-hmm. we've had on this day because he needs to sit and be still yeah. to actually help himself and it's mm-hmm. that kind of thing of actually rest is good for us oh, like yeah. god tells us to rest he doesn't say hold on a minute in advent you don't rest anymore <laughs> it, it's still yeah, important it's but it's also giving yourself grace not to be pressurized by yeah, that either mm. very good. i think that's where family christmas movies do come in well as well don't mm, they yeah. that, that we're all going to sit down yep. we're all going to commit yeah because it's family time mm. and then it takes it takes off as the kids get older as well and a bit more teenage we are oh, I'm not watching that anymore well actually this is this is family time so mm. you know we can watch the cheesy movies embrace the you know get it's the great, popcorn out it? yeah Let's go it's with great. It. we are, I also this year because as uh, that bit older um we've got exam season in our house so we've got A levels and GCSEs all going on and the kids have been really intent studying and they just need a headspace to relax so I actually said to Alex we're going to go Christmas shopping as a family and we, we do it as a that's one of our traditions mm-hmm. more recently and we go for a day out and I booked it in the diary and I looked at the diary thankfully a couple of months ago and said right when can we go <laughs> we're like oh my goodness we are getting really busy so I particularly marked a day and I said right we're going to go to a Christmas market because we just want to go and chill mm. and on the journey I remember one of the children kind of going I've got so much work to do. I don't know if I can spare the time to be doing this. And I said, this is exactly what you need. You need to not, you need to have like a Sabbath break where you just don't think about work today. You need to allow yourself to rest. And this is why we're doing it because you need to stop. And I said, I'll email your teachers. They'll understand. They know it's as good for you and you're allowed to have a break. So I think even when they're older, you still Mm -hmm. have that balance to negotiate, don't you? Mm, Yeah. Um, It's also important to know your own capacities as well, isn't it? Um, I have to share about the Christmas spreadsheet for Christmas. Oh dinner. yeah, come on. So, uh, <laughs> do, do you do anything like let us let us know when you've heard this? If you do, do, I think I I'm. This is your genius. This This is Alex's genius. Started this one year and I think it's great. So I know you guys like (laughs) preparing your food for Christmas, don't you? And thinking what you're going to eat. So uh, I'm the same. So tonight my plan is to sit with all my Christmas cookery books and go, right, let's dream what we're going to eat and work out when I'm cooking. Mm -hmm. Can I bake anything in advance and put it in the freezer? Kind of do what I can. And then the problem I get is I get really ambitious and I kind of go, wow, I'm going to pull all the stops out. I'm going to make this, going to make that. And most of the time I'm fine. And it's all going really well, even on Christmas Day. Got everything prepped. Christmas mm. Eve is full on. But then 
Christmas Day, I have this moment, like the it's last about an hour, hour before. It's about an hour yeah. before you serve, when everything comes together. I just I lose it. <laughs> so the, the planner, the instinctive, takes over from the planner. Yeah. So basically, yeah. I then transition to Alex. I go and have a sit down with a cup of tea, <laughs> and Alex. I start juggling. Alex has created now every year a spreadsheet that lays out the last hour of cooking time. <laughs> so that literally, like. At well, it, start, it starts oh, no, the whole day, doesn't it, with the cooking sorry. turkey yeah. and oven on, all that. So it's like, you will wake up at this time, you will put yeah. the oven on at this time, you will put the potatoes in, and at the same time, you'll be stirring the gravy. You'll be doing yeah. Because <laughs> I can't coordinate so many things, because I generally hold it in my head. And then, uh, so Alex writes it all down, and we go through the spreadsheet, and we literally tick it off, and we edit the spreadsheet every year, don't and we? we? Just, we just, and then we just adjust it. So if we're having a meal at a certain time, everything yeah. gets jumped forward half people, an hour. Or more people, yeah. you increase. And, everything just get, and then also, you know when your chill times are, and then you don't suddenly go, oh, did we forget to do the, the Turn stuffing? the oven on. <laughs> or turn the oven on. And you just know. So you, you can just chill, enjoy, yeah. relax, and enjoy the time. So how do you rate this I, I, I think I know it's fantastic. I'm I married to a project manager. So <laughs> like, I, 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 I have various alarms. We've got one of those Amazon Alexa devices. Mm-hmm. So I'll always be like, I'll have the Amazon set up with like the, the, the turkey alarm and followed by the stuffing alarm, followed by the potato alarm. And they all go for different times oh. and say, your potato alarm is now going off and I'll have to then go and turn the potatoes off or put them on or whatever I need so to do. So we're just paper-based, basically. You're tech-based. I do, do it on, yeah, more of a tech focus. And I mean, you're right, it, it's complicated. I think the practical reality is it can, and you've got to, balance what you can and can't do yourself and know your know your own limits and not try to be over the top ambitious and make it yeah. stressful because it's not <laughs> it's enjoyable this this last year was the first year we did <clears throat> slow cooked turkey we put the turkey in at like five six in the morning and it was in for like nine ten hours wow. um Ooh. in in the oven we had this recipe we had through but it was a massive turkey it was like ginormous nine ten hours Sam, yeah. did that go on it's when i went like when five six in the morning and we ate about two thirty five, six, so somebody got up I, yeah i got well so the, the kids are awake anyway we've got a small one in the morning <laughs> yeah. oh, it's christmas morning like everyone's yeah. gonna be kind of okay. keen to go early um, I'm an early riser as well, so that helps. So yeah, so that was, and, and that and that meant the turkey could actually come out quite early on because it could sit for quite a while because it was so big and it was so hot. Mm. And then you've got loads of oven space because the problem is the space sometimes yeah. is just trying to fit it all in and That's trying to true. work it out. And but yeah, I, I mean, we we love the cooking side for sure. That's one of our favourite bits, isn't it? And you get the balance of stuff that you always do every year because it's the tradition. Yeah. Versus those things you want to try. I'll try something different this year. Mm. We'll do an exciting stuffing roll. Something or we'll with do... sprouts. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, <laughs> what can else we can do, do to make these tasty? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I think one thing that I'm learning is, is as I get older, is is that planning is actually good yes. and it helps. <laughs> I think planners, yeah. less planner. Or, or good planner? Uh, it, uh, Relatively it, speaking. It varies, doesn't Very, it? Yeah. <laughs> so, I have days where I am on it. Yeah. yeah there are other so days yeah. when I'm like, hi, I'm not really yeah. with it. Today. So I'm, I'm just, this is the thing out there. I think a lot of people don't plan. A lot of people, and, you, and for some people, you have to force yourself to plan mm. and put in something. And, it, and actually, it does help. But at the time, because you're not inbuilt intrinsically a planner, mm. so actually where some people are, so I, I would just put it out there. If you're somebody that has chaotic Christmases, everything <laughs> is last minute, yeah. things often go wrong, try a plan. Could yeah. work. Do you know what I mean? And, and I just put that out there because after seeing people planning and, and having the spreadsheet because <laughs> I was works. helping you, yeah. it, 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 it works. Mm. So I, I think that. also each year we adjust things by what's going on. like Because... Yes. Um, the budget isn't always the same yeah. every year. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. we can make it sound like it's always got to be this massive feast. But actually, mm-hmm. it's not. doesn't have to be that. It's just it's, a roast dinner, isn't it's it? It's just a roast <laughs> dinner. Um, and I think especially this year, we are looking at, well, okay, yes, we had a 
have had big Christmases and we've had ones where we've had kind of 14 people and that's lovely but actually the heart and the intent is what's important and that some years we'll have acquired to Christmas and it it may not be the same Mm. kind of budget or Mm. spread Mm. but actually it's about the fun in the like we love Mm. cooking because it's fun between us the music's on yeah it's usually something open Mm. (laughs) already the kids are milling around (laughs) like they've normally eaten too many chocolates off the tree already like Mm -hmm. it's the environment that i like of when we're cooking together and that that is really important actually because i think that's what we were saying earlier if you're not someone who enjoys some of that stuff then make it easy for yourself like Mm -hmm. don't feel guilty going out and buying the pre-done in the foil turkey just shove it straight in the oven you're done without any of the worrying about basting stuff and flavors and seasoning um because again the kids especially if you've got children like that that is one of the most important days for them to kind of again remember and if you're stressed and shouting at everyone and whatever it's not it's not a great place to be so just realize what what your Mm. strengths are and and don't feel guilty about that again it's that comparison thing isn't it yeah Yeah. very much and it's going by how you are each year as well i think as well like some years we're feeling like we've got all the energy in the world Mm. to pour into it and there's other energy times when we're like actually we need to look after ourselves this this Christmas yeah. season and so we'll do things slightly differently. Yeah. yeah, that's good. I think with the cost of living crisis going exactly. on at the moment as well, I think it's really important that we just are sensible and do what is not going to give us that anxiety level of like, mm. I've got to achieve or compare. And I know for me, I like, again, because I'm a bit of a planner, I've got an app that is like my Christmas gift guide because what I have found in the past is with those lovely stocking presents, I've ended up like buying three shower gels for somebody because I forgot there were two buried in the cupboard somewhere. So now I literally, I have an app that I itemize all the things I've bought and then I think, oh, I've got that, don't need to buy it or I can, you can also set a budget so I can say, well, this is the amount I'm going to spend on this person. When I've reached it, I know they're done and I can What's the app fill called? It. Come on, you can plug an app. Oh, I think so this Oh, it's the Christmas gift guide, I think. It's okay. <laughs> something like that. Good, yeah. Other apps, I'm sure, are available. <laughs> 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 Yet to find them. But um, that's just something I find helpful with mm. doing all the shopping. And as I'm popping out and getting bits and bobs, I can yeah. manage my budget and I can set things and stick to it because it will mm. show me if I've gone over. And I'm like, oh, good. I know I'm... And you can put web links on there. Yeah. And you can put all sorts on And the, we, you know, our children are a bit older and you know, the, the wish list gets more and more expensive. Mm. It's more tech. Less items, and but bigger So we're kind of like, right, well, if you're having that, then you have less of this. Or, or we say, well, that's not reasonable. You need to contribute half towards it now from your savings. And mm. we negotiate that. But also, I think um, it's just navigating the expense carefully, isn't it? So that you're not over um, selling yourself. You're not over... Giving, um, not wasting money, are we? And one thing I know our nephews and nieces love is time. We have a couple of nephews and nieces who are close to Christmas birthdays. Mm-hmm. So they just love having an outing out with the family. It doesn't have to be a big gift that you give. They always say they love just going bowling or taking them out mm. for a walk or just spending time is really important. So that's a gift mm. we can all give for free. Um, obviously measuring <laughs> what you can afford. But I think that's mm. another idea is just not always spending just giving the memory. That's good. Just Where do you guys go? How do you manage all the gifts and things like that? Yeah, I think we definitely kind of, A, there is a budget which we try and stick to. And that try is and a good, the whole idea of just setting a budget because mm. some people just buy and, and I've spoken to people that, sorry to interrupt, but they were, they were saying, oh, my kids want and therefore they get. And actually, well, they might want, but the budget is... And then, and that sticks, doesn't it? Sorry, yeah. carry on. I yeah. mean, our kids write lists 
and it's you see their character in their three different lists. And actually, this year was really cha- really, really interesting. We, the kids swapped around and actually um, in the kind of characters and things. And Ed had a really short list. He's only put he's put three things on there. Um, Lexi has gone all out. Um, <laughs> But and we've had conversation, but that's but that's provoked a conversation with her as well, and that's actually really healthy to be able to set your child's expectations. That actually, mm-hmm. if you are someone that writes lists, or, or depending on whether where you sit with Santa and who the gifts come from, mm-hmm. I think setting the children's expectations throughout Advent is really helpful. Yeah. So that actually on Christmas Day, everyone's got. A right, the right heart perspective of when yes. they open gifts regardless yeah. of whether they're coming from parents yeah. or families um, and I think there's, t- there's things on her list and we've had the chat and said Lex that's a great idea but you're not having a horse <laughs> <laughs> that's on my list <laughs> no that I believe <laughs> yes no I'm not getting a horse is you? Um, but no and it is that conversation um, and helping them to to be able to have perspective mm. as well mm. and we've made changes this year because of various different things and, mm. and they, they've said oh we haven't We've done different advent calendars this year, for example, and that's provoked mm. a conversation of why we're doing that. Well, actually, we're, we're doing a trip this year instead. So mm. we're going to do things slightly different this year because mm. we just have to be aware of, of the bigger picture and the bigger expense and keeping them in a, an understanding. I think it helps them. The more the kids yeah. know, I think that helps them understand. Mm. Yeah. And I think you're right, Lisa. Like the, the experience thing is really important. Like mm. saying, to, saying to your child, we're going to do a day out together, just me and you, mm. like one parent, one child, yes. and yeah. you, we're going to spend twenty pounds, and hit, and you you yeah. can choose what you want to do that's yeah. within our budget. Is like it actually is liberating for them because they yeah. get some choice, yeah. but actually you got time with them. Or whether you like create a, a, a photo album, you can look through back through your phone all the photos you've taken throughout the year, and you just mm. print off one for every month, and you yeah. just give them like mm-hmm. things like that that actually yeah. are not that complicated to do yeah. and not expensive, but actually are really great memories yeah. and things like every year when we get our Christmas decorations, we've got our calendar from the year before in there and we make a calendar with pictures on it from the every year and we had mm. give it to our family as well and so you can look back at like the last five years of kind of calendars and you can yeah. see oh, okay. all yeah, the yeah. photos and the calendar and it's just like oh remember we did that and we did this yeah. and that yes. time you did this and this costume you're wearing and like yeah. those kind of things are really precious memories actually I remember with um, growing up my dad worked really hard he was self-employed and he worked like six days a week and he worked with the church on a Sunday so it was like pretty full-on life and one of the best memories I've had and he he will still and I still talk about it is we went out for the day just the two of us and he took me shopping and we didn't spend much money I don't even remember what we bought but it was the fact that my dad gave up a day of really precious time we went to Peterborough and we went to John Lewis's and had chocolate pudding and that's all we can remember from the whole day Sorry. but it was priceless and he and I mm. get choked up oh. he and I still <laughs> talk about it now because yeah. it was just such a moment that you couldn't money couldn't buy that because mm. he, he didn't that money was more sorry that moment was more expensive for him than the, uh, spending money it was yeah, his time yeah. that cost more so Very I think good. genuinely those gifts can mean a lot more and will be the memories you look back on which money yes, can't yes there are things you remember yeah. now, I heard that you guys do a game you've done a game in the past where you go to a shop with a trolley. Well, yeah. So no, I've never heard of this before. It, it, well, it, so this it, would be you interesting. To, you have to set some boundaries a little bit on this one because the kids <laughs> have to understand this. how this works, right? <laughs> but basically, in those moments where you're like, it, it, if you can't afford to buy things for each other maybe one year, um, but or you, you could or just do it anyway. 
You could do anything. You basically like that, go, you go to a shop and you get the kids to go out and you say, right, choose what you would give to each other. And you they go off individually. You have to go off to an adult with each child if they're not age appropriate to do that. And they can they come back. You gather back together in the shop and say, here's what I would buy you. Here's what I would buy you. And yeah, that's great. And then you put it back again. Yeah. And that way you don't yeah. have to you don't have to actually buy anything. Yeah. But you get this experience of like, here's what I would buy for you. Mm-hmm. Here's a great thing to have. And it just things like that can be quite good fun sometimes yeah. for you the kids. Do that in John Lewis. That'd be quite good. Also. You know, go to London oh, and do it yeah. in yeah. Selfridges. But, <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you know what? That's genius. Here's the I priceless artwork that. that I'd buy for you <laughs> yeah, yeah. if I could afford to. Do, you could see what you could do. Yeah, that'd be great if you did a London you'd, trip. You'd enjoy that. Go to the Selfridges and come back with the, the most expensive thing you could fit in the truck. No. But, it, yeah, but you make the, a game the variations are endless. Yeah, they I are. I like that. But yeah, just the idea anything. of how you would read somebody and, and what you think somebody would enjoy. Yeah. And also, because you can surprise them with things... But it doesn't matter if you get it wrong. Whereas if you do surprise people with things and, and you get the wrong thing, yeah. it just gets passed on, doesn't it? So yeah. I like the idea of that. I think love languages are really helpful yes. in regards to gift buying and just kind of thinking what suits that person, what would yeah. they like as yes. well. Um, I know that I there's certain things that I buy, look at and buy and go, oh, that's really pretty and lovely. Mm-hmm. But it's pretty and lovely because I like it. <laughs> it's, <Yes. laughs> it's remembering also, is that right for the person... Yeah that's going to be receiving it as well. And that's a great thing for the kids to learn early on is actually yeah. how, how we think about other people mm. and, and what do you think they would like and yeah. why do you think they'd like that? And mm. Why would yeah. they not like that? And I think that's really important that yes, the kids have to think like that about because that's what God does with us, right? He yeah, looks at yeah. us and although I think I know what I want, he knows what I want yeah. uh, or what I need. And yeah. so I think that is, um, I think it's good for the kids to have that perspective. I think that's a good thing with the kids list as well. It's balancing, yes, they want what things they've asked that they want for, but actually what do they need? What's yes. right for them? Yeah. Like yeah. Lexus puts some things in a list that we've got you just don't need those right now you'll mm-hmm. need those in a few years when yeah. you're older and you're in secondary school mm-hmm. but you don't need those now and yeah. you, yes you've probably heard them mentioned on the playground or something like yeah. that yeah. but it's not what you need and yeah. it's not what's good for you mm. right now as yeah. well I think as well with um, internet shopping as well so we don't normally have an Amazon subscription. Da-da-da. Some people, a lot of people don't. Some people just automatically do. I am an Amazon Prime mum. <laughs> in a costume for tomorrow. <laughs> I know, but but we got Prime membership leading up to Christmas because <laughs> yep. it was free for a month, mm. and then we'll ditch it again, yep. which is great. Mm. But you can get very quick at just hitting buy, 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 can't you? So just being careful with that, yeah. and oh, it's just an extra few pounds, an extra few pounds. But just the discipline of of mm. if you think you're that sort of person where you can spend too much putting something in the basket and then just leaving it there for 24 hours before you press buy, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, and true. that can be something if you've got money tensions in a family or, you know, one's a, more of a spender and one's mm-hmm. more careful, you know, putting in some rules like that mm-hmm. between you yeah. as a family so one doesn't overspend and then it causes issues. But that kind of thing yeah, can yeah. be can be careful as well because so, it's, it's just very quick, isn't it? There's one thing, actually, a quick shout-out for a website called camelcamelcamel.co.uk, okay. Okay. right? Okay, so, so this website, what you, what you can do is you can basically put in... I'm on a horse, not a camel. No, it's not, it's not. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> um, you basically put in the Amazon product that you want to buy into website and search, and it shows you the price history over the past three years of that of that item. Oh, so you can see yeah, if it's actually good value or not. Which on things like Black Friday is amazing because yes. often the things actually are not that cheap. They might be reduced by fifty pounds, but yeah, actually yeah. when you look at it, it's still far higher than it ever has been price wise. Yeah. And so if you want to know like the value of something or how it's trended, you can then look that's at that really website. So yeah, camelcamelcamel.co.uk. Oh, it's fantastic. And I think also with the sales, I always come back to the fact of yes, that looks like a great deal but would I actually have bought it for full price? If exactly. I, I am a bargain hunter. I always look for an offer. Mm. Um, I've been trained very well by my husband. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it comes back to the, just because it's on sale doesn't mean yeah. 
we need it and that's that, very true. that balance as well. I've saved this much money on it. No, you didn't. It cost <laughs> you <spent. laughs> 50. Yeah. You might have saved yeah. 50, but you spent 50 and yeah, we're not going to use it. So what does Christmas morning look like in your home? I mean, you, <laughs> I, I can imagine it now. You're all snuggled in your bed doing your stockings. You've got your nativity story. What else? The angels do? appear and they're singing. There's throngs <laughs> yeah. of shepherds I can imagine you're the angels singing, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we do a full musical in the morning. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I mean, I think it's probably like most houses. The, the kids are pretty hyped up and ready to go pretty early on aren't they yeah I, mean, I think one thing we do that maybe is different to some families is that we've always had the stockings downstairs mm-hmm. so we set up in the in, like in, in the snug we have a, like a sleigh that I built when Izzy was born oh her this, first this Christmas this sleigh was meant to be plug for the sleigh it's, it's, like small. you're very proud it was meant sleigh. to be a small scale sleigh I, I didn't do the size I could size fix a reindeer to this thing <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty big Good. It survived. It survived for the last fifteen years at least. So, um, but yes. Yeah, so, so this. So we get the sleigh set up, put the stockings in there, lay out like the mince pie and the milk yeah. for Santa, um, and then and then the kids go to bed. And then in the morning, they're not allowed to go downstairs until we say they can, mm-hmm. because Santa may not have been yet, and so they yeah. can't. And for us, that actually helps with the boundaries, because mm-hmm. then they can't. When I was a kid, actually, it was on the stocking was on the bottom of my bed, but mm-hmm. it meant as soon as the middle of the night, yes. if I rolled over at four a.m., I could feel it. I'm like, oh, I want to open it right mm-hmm. now, and I can't go back to sleep. And so for us, that's been very helpful in terms yeah. of limiting that. So then, then we go downstairs and we can make ourselves a drink and we can sit and snuggle with our caffeinated drinks while the kids do their stocking thing and we can watch them do that together. Yeah. And it's yeah. a family activity yes. rather than being an individual yeah. in each bedroom activity. I think that is key as well. Works. And the whole, I, I, when you said that, it reminded me of the whole idea of boundaries and what you do at Christmas is a reflection mm. of what you do during the rest of the year. And and having boundaries for children and being clear that, that Christmas is for everybody to enjoy and it's mm-hmm. not all about the kids and the kids dictating because in some families it can be like that a little bit too much and the parents can get frustrated. But agreeing again in advance, we're going to set a time and we're going to do this mm-hmm. and, and deciding as a family and that just means that you all have that fun together which is great isn't it and I think we want to get all get through the day together and I think sometimes if we don't have the boundaries in place we've got one that's had a meltdown by half past nine or do you know what I mean yeah, we just that's want, usually we... me <laughs> <laughs> or me <laughs> that's my you've only had an orange in your stocking yeah. <laughs> no and that's the thing is we want to get through the day together we want to kind of end the day yeah, yeah. how we've started the day yeah. um and I think, yeah, just trying to keep everybody at the same pace of, of the day is helpful. So, so yeah, and so we, we do stockings first, then we'll do like a bit of food prep usually, yeah. a bit of breakfast. We like to have a bit, we'll do like American pancakes with maple syrups and bacon, some eggs, maybe a little bit of sparkling something or other, depending on what mood we're in yeah. and if we're driving a torch in the day. Um, and then, and then, yeah, then we, the kids can open normally maybe one under the tree present before we have Christmas Day lunch, yeah. um, but only one of them really. And then we'll do lunch and then they'll start to work through the other presents under the tree afterwards. And again, that just keeps the pace not all like everything's given in one go and you have to try and then unpack it. And also they're appreciating what they're opening as they open it rather than like, oh, open it, throw it away, next one, open, throw. And it becomes this conveyor belt if mm-hmm. you're not careful yeah. of just like not understanding the value of what yeah. people have given. It's keeping earlier. the focus on family yeah. because yeah. that's why we're there, we're there together. And also it gives us time in the morning to keep them focused on the real meaning that otherwise they can get a little bit yeah. overwhelmed. After this year, it'll be a king's speech. So it'll be very well, exciting to, yeah. to see that. I should, we, so yeah, you, we will do the speech. We will do that. Normally we'll put that in. We've had some years where we've got, we, depending on which church we're at, we've gone to church in the morning. Um, mm-hmm. Either that or we've done it on Christmas Eve. So that always, always, we always make sure that either Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, we've spent time worshipping. Mm. Mm. 
That's Christmas Eve, isn't it? Yeah, we Christmas go. Eve here Lindenrock. Yeah. 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 And there's a message online, I believe, as well yeah. on Christmas Ooh. Day. So that's it. Clock into that. Another spoiler alert. No, it's really good. I love that, and I think it is just about creating your expectations isn't it and setting your boundaries so that everybody has a great day that's what it's all about you, you just want to enjoy yourselves don't you and get to the end of the day going that was a great day <laughs> not like we made it to lunch <laughs> can we last the afternoon back to back films all day we as is pretty similar format isn't it yes. you have your smoked salmon and scrambled egg breakfast mm, force down. feed yourself because you know you're gonna have a massive dinner anyway and then in my family <laughs> we also eat a big tea so you literally it's just a food fest but that's just oh, how yeah, we are there's got to be cold meats and sausage rolls yeah. by, and mm. a cheese board <laughs> if, it's not, if I'm not somewhere. ending the day on cheese then mm. it's, it's not Christmas and then and then just regarding wider family as well mm. sort of because obviously you've got your family but then you've got wider family sort yeah. of managing expectations what you agree I think did you mention something about I didn't quite fully understand closed hands and open hands uh, yeah. I think I think I got that but if you could explain that yeah so I mean basically we just want to make sure as a, again what we're going to prioritise that, that needs to be that way because we feel it's a critical priority and what things can we traditions or things we'd like to do can we choose to give up so close-handed i'm going to hold on to this it's mine open-handed you know what i can give it up if i need to give it up oh good i got that and so i think it's um like with some with with parents with aunts uncles with with other kind of wider family it's important to think about what they want to get out of the christmas season and not underestimate how much value they get from being around you and if you have to change a few traditions to accommodate other people so they can have that experience Mm -hmm. then you should do that but there are some things that we we don't want to change and that are really important that we maintain as a family Mm -hmm. and so working out what those are for you because it's different for everyone is really important and then again communicating so that we both agree rather than i make a promise to my family that helen doesn't agree with or vice versa we have to make sure we're both in agreement that we can kind of say you know and then be really clear like don't be ambiguous or well maybe we'll see what happens like be clear actually i'm sorry we can't see you on christmas day this year but why don't we get together on boxing day or or whatever and that's just so important to help people just not have that unknown uncertainty of of christmas Mm. i think it's kind that you kind of set the expectation for your family members as well and i just think it makes for a peaceful yes christmas for for everyone i think obviously like family always want to see each other and and do things together sometimes and sometimes they don't and I think it's working everyone has a different pace as well mm-hmm. I am a slower pace to my husband um and that's not a criticism he is amazing you love seeing people you are extroverts in every way whereas I need periods of downtime yes like yeah. like same with the kids. Some of, some of our kids can could do every family member back 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 mm-hmm. and be fine with it and some of them, they just need that spacing yeah. out. So I think it's yeah. also working out what's what's good for your family, what's healthy for your the different characters in your mm. family. Because in our just our little five, we're all different, and yeah. we need different things. And it's making sure mm-hmm. that we're looking after all of us, as well as setting the expectation with our family members, but also making our family members feel mm-hmm. loved and heard as well. Like if grandparents bring ideas to us we don't mm-hmm. we want to make them yeah. feel loved and heard mm-hmm. and go that's a really lovely idea we'd love to do that for you but could we do it at this time of day instead or on this date could we flex it just because one of the kids may need a little bit more time mm-hmm. and things like that yeah and i think as alex was saying earlier i think 
Christmas has a habit of magnifying everything. Yeah. Yes. And so if you've got problems that exist in relationships, as, yes. as you were saying, or you've got you've got things between you and your other half or mm -hmm. or whoever you're spending time with at Christmas that you haven't really worked through or talked about, the chances are Christmas will magnify it. And that doesn't always lead to a massive family blow up, but it, it can do at times. Yes. And I think it's, it is so important to prepare yourself for that and have the conversations and work out, do you know what? perhaps I shouldn't spend as much time with those people or that person, or we shouldn't perhaps try and do that as well as that, because I know it's going to just kind of add to the problems mm -hmm. that are already there, or it's going to make, or the, the kids, like you say, the kids are, need some downtime and some space on their own sometimes and throwing yeah. them into yet another sugared situation yeah. is not always helpful. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it's, it's really mm. important to think about that because Christmas good. will magnify it. And if yeah. you've got good relationships, it magnifies that as well. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. there are certain people you can be with and it's mm -hmm. just it just adds to the joy being yeah. with that family or mm. being with those people. And it is special, I think, just having times with families, with relatives and just getting together. Yeah. It is just wonderful, isn't it? When you're just mm. sitting there. At Christmas, we're we're because our children are older now. We've got one at university, so he's coming back for Christmas. Yeah, and um and he's working um at uni, so coming back is not for a, he's not like for four weeks or anything. Um, and that is wonderful. So that's changing the dynamic a little yeah. bit that your that your child is coming home for Christmas, which is good. Mm. And then parents um that are getting slightly older. You know they're not they're not around for the whole day with the whole crowd yeah. because they just get a little bit more tired. So so different dynamics. Are just changing seasons. in a different season, yeah. which is just interesting. But it's nice, it's lovely. Mm -hmm. And just embracing those different seasons and working with them is great. And I think also as a couple, we need to get time together as well because otherwise you get to the end of the season and you're like, oh, I feel like I've hardly seen yeah. you yeah. kind of thing. And it's making sure that we've carved out time to have time together just to relax and chill out yeah. as well. That's um, so true. I mean, our families are really good. They like there's a couple of days this year where we've seen one family then we've got a couple of days where we've got nothing on that means the kids can chill out they can yeah. re-energize we can get a bit of time together and then actually when we see the next lot of family we're all fully engaged yeah. we're all That's able so to be time. present again yeah, yeah. like i think i think when you go if you end up going going out going to family wrung out and kind of not present it's, yeah. it's not good quality time mm. together and i think that's yeah. something we we tend to do is try and give yourself a day in between mm. just to that's good if you want to sleep in you can sleep yeah. in or <laughs> that's what we're doing this year as we're all older so the lay-in is really key so everything we've got planned for christmas is in the afternoon <laughs> then they will be way. far more present with the relatives in the afternoon they'll have had a nice sleep they can stay up late and now yeah. they're a bit older they can have a beer or something in the mm. evening and not think oh i've got to go to bed because i've got to get up at seven in the morning mm. <laughs> so that's their treat I think just to wrap everything up, you know, what would you say are your three like top tips for families trying to keep Jesus at the center and trying to get the balance right this Christmas? What would you I mean, I definitely say like, it's um, I mean, definitely it's the the atmosphere over achievement. Yeah. I think it's really about saying the, the environment you create and the kind of way you're you feel is more important than the things you do or the mm -hmm. things you receive. And mm -hmm. I think prioritizing that time kind of where you've got that godly atmosphere yeah. that God at the center, kind of that's that we're here and we want to give gratitude and be, mm. be grateful. And, and that's just so important, not, not kind of comparing to other people. I think, yeah, definitely. I think it's keeping perfection under, trying not to kind of strive for perfection. I think it's not a competition. I think social media is, there's wonderful things about it, but also you can look at it, this picture perfect um, mm. Instagram post or someone creating this amazing craft and things like yeah. that. And you feel that, suddenly hold on a minute I haven't done that I haven't done that and it's kind of switching off from the noise in a way yeah. I think is really important because so then we're not kind of getting ourselves into comparison as Chris said or competition yeah. um 
I think also just yeah that Christmas isn't it is one day a year yeah. I think and it's a wonderful day but I think also we we need to look after ourselves and not kind of be put the pressure on so much that we've kind of drained ourselves in that day that actually we should we should be actually refueled by it because yeah. of what it means in regards to Jesus coming and worshiping mm-hmm. and things like that actually it should fill us up not deplete us and I think once we get to the point where it's actually depleting us it's it's good to kind of think oh, what what can I do different how can I come out of Christmas feeling better rather than, than worse because it is definitely yeah. it's a lifestyle yes. like, mm-hmm. and you can't expect suddenly one day of the year to suddenly be different to every other day of the year in a, in a significant way and so if you're not if you haven't built in like devotionals or time with the kids or you're not talking about Jesus on a daily basis with your children, then trying to squeeze it all into one season is just going to be mm-hmm. very painful yeah. and not enjoyable at yeah. all. So looking at your whole life and trying to make sure that Christmas is a continuation of your lifestyle rather than being a one-off unique gear shift. I think it's just really important. So little tagline, Jesus is for life, not just for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> just, just came to me. <laughs> I'm sure it's written somewhere else. Can I, can I just say as well, these Sloth Christmas mugs, very hard to drink out of the podcast. <laughs> but, but anyway, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> so shall I wrap uh, things uh, up? Oh, go on. Did you have any other thoughts? No, that was it. You- yeah, well, yeah I mean, cool. I mean, they're, they're probably the main ones, I would say. I think the, the, yeah, the, the, the atmosphere is really important. Yeah. Mm. Christmas is a lifestyle extension. Yeah. And don't get into comparisons and yeah. trying to compete oh, with yeah. people. I don't, yeah. And that's free, a good thing like for lifestyles as well. It is. Yeah, yeah. it and, is. So, go on. And Jesus is grace and God yes. is grace. And I think Amen. that's the main thing of just yes. giving yourselves grace. Give each other grace. Like, yeah, sometimes there's a, like... Yes, we communi- try to communicate. But there's always something that can't maybe come up. It's giving yourself grace, giving your loved ones grace. Like... Mm. If someone's having a melt on the floor, give them grace because it, it can just be a little bit much. And I think, mm. yeah, just remembering the grace of God that he gives us just helps us kind of survive the season. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Yeah, no, that's really good. Brilliant. So um, please remember to like and share. That'd be great because we want to spread these podcasts and there's some other, you know, we've touched on a lighter subject today, but there's some other subjects that are so valuable in our other podcasts. So please check those out. And um, we'd also love to hear your comments, message us directly or put comments on there. If you've got major hints and things that make Christmas special for you, we'd love to hear those as well. Um, And uh, just follow the links to the uh, Meet the Parents podcast on our website as well. That would be great. So thank you so much, guys. It's It's been been wonderful (laughs) having you. And it's been great talking everything Christmas, the highs, the lows, the ins, the outs. It's been wonderful. So thank you you and roll on Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Get the Christmas music back on there. There we go. Brilliant. Thank you for thank you for watching. Bye bye. See you.